0: welcome back to keeping it real i'm your host ed smith and in this episode i talk to josie about her journey through life and the hardships she's dealt with and how she's gone with dealing with depression tune in and enjoy
1: Thirty to six, which is a long ass day.
0: Do you see Jackie there?
1: Jackie? Jackie McKinnon?
0: No, Jackie Morrow. Doesn't she do buffet way works there? there. I thought she I did buffet way there. I don't
1: think so. I don't know if I understand that own, job. Yeah, I don't know what she does. Like, we have our own like kitchen and like staff and stuff.
0: Oh, I thought she was doing stuff there. Like, Wait, not, does it, Jackie McKinnon works at a golf course too? She
1: works at um, Stowe
0: or. S- Charter Oaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one R said.
1: Yeah, she works with Steven. That's what. Um, she's like a waitress though. I'm not a waitress. I literally just give people beer when they ask.
0: So you're, are you a, like
1: a? I'm basically a beer girl. Like ex... with a cart
0: though, or are you in a? No,
1: I'm not allowed to be in a cart, but. Why? Because like Corona and stuff. Oh. So I don't. I'm not allowed to go out. So I stay in my little shack, and I just hand people beers. And, like, I'll make them sandwiches. Some dogs? Yeah. I they, Everyone loves hot dogs. It'll be, it'll be like, 10 a.m. I just opened, and they'll be like, you got some dogs ready? And I'm like,
0: <laughs> I mean, if you
1: want them. And then people will get, like, cups of chicken salad, Ugh. which is, like, gross. I don't know why.
0: Have you picked up golf, like, from watching people?
1: No, like, I know. So my family is a huge golf family. Like, my brother went to school for golf. Like, he played in college and um, like my whole dad's side of the family like plays golf like religiously. My dad's golfing right now. He leaves work early on Fridays to golf. Jesus. On, works the whole, in golfs the whole weekend. Um, so naturally I was forced into golf camp when I was younger. Um, not that younger though. I was forced into golf camp like eighth grade probably. And I was with a bunch of five-year-olds. I was the oldest kid there. Jesus. <laughs> so it was kind of, I hated it. And then I was forced into another golf camp. Like, those are my clubs over there. The one with the bag on them. My dad got me a full pair of clubs. <laughs> I used them, like, once.
0: <laughs> that's, that's the same thing with me. My dad got me a pair of clubs when I was little. And we went once, and I didn't like it. And <laughs> we never went again. Yeah,
1: dude. It's just so, like, I don't have the patience for it. Like, I'm so unpatient.
0: Yeah, and it's, plus you have to be, like, you have to be good to play. And it takes so long to get good. Like, it's not a game you can just get better at by playing. Like, you have to practice and practice and practice.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: What else have you been doing besides working?
1: Um, Going to the beach a lot. I've been to the beach. I'm going to the Cape House next Friday. I mean, not Friday, Saturday um tomorrow actually i'm going up to a Cape house my mom rented for a week and then i have to come back on wednesday night to work thursday and friday jesus
0: you're jam-packed i feel you though like i feel like i've had no downtime lately yeah like it's crazy it feels like more packed now than like during school
1: yes dude everything like i don't think i've had like a day off since like two weeks ago like it's just been one thing from another to another
0: It's exhausting.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, it's a lot to handle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You have been doing anything to get ready for school?
1: Nothing yet. As of right now, I'm going back the 22nd uh, to like move in and stuff and then like for orientation and stuff. You're going down
0: to Florida, right? Yeah.
1: So I really don't think I'm going to end up going down. You don't? Cause like right now. Nothing's online. They're acting like everything's normal.
0: Jesus, I saw this post on Instagram today um, by D. L. hewley and it was every clip from the Fox News or any news that was praising the governors from Texas and uh, Florida for opening way back then. And it's so funny because now and then it played a bunch of clips from now where they're like shitting on them. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so crazy down there. I'd be terrified to go down there. I really would. Yeah,
1: like I'm scared too. Even if we do have it, like. If they move it... Like, all my classes are in person right now, which is crazy. Um, if they move it to online, I'll probably just stay home.
0: Are but you planning... So you're planning on going as of right now, though?
1: As of right now, yes, because I don't want to just, like, stay home... No, yeah, I ...while get everyone that. else goes. I was
0: thinking the same thing, because my classes were all online. And I could mm-hmm. switch some to, like, hybrid, where you, oh, like, go half and half. Oh, yeah. Which seems pretty cool, but, like... I don't know if I have a good chance of getting in those classes. Um, and... Uh, but I just paid for my room and board. So, oh like, I'm, I'm going to go, but I, I don't know if I'll have any classes. So, it's going to be odd being online, but in a physical school.
1: Damn. Would you get your money back? No. No. God.
0: It's crazy. What a crazy time period.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, everything's changing, and it's happening so fast. Like, I read something today where it was, like, I think uh, Liz posted it, and it was, like, we were... Like when it was four cases in like US, all at like the airports, we were like, oh, that's crazy. It's probably just going to go away like Ebola kind of did. Like Ebola was here, but then it kind of fizzled out. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden it started coming to Marlboro and then we're like, oh shit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's like so many cases in Marlboro and people are dying and it's not going away.
0: I just remember when we first left school I was like oh two weeks we'll be back like we're chilling mm-hmm. and then after one week when Italy got absolutely destroyed we were like I shouldn't be like no one's going back to anything for a long yeah. time and uh, I'm so like I know it feels so good right now and everything's opening up and we're in phase four but I'm so sad that not sad but like I'm not looking forward to the what's to come because you know there's a spike and like obviously that's not here yet so I don't really care that much but like people people are feeling good and like ready to get back and like start to get into work and people are coming off at unemployment but it's all gonna we're gonna have to shut down again
1: yeah like very soon like I I was like living like I didn't even care that it was happening like I was going out to like people's houses going hanging out with everyone and then a couple days ago one of like my friends got had a fever like a very high fever and it wasn't going away and I freaked out I'll tell you it is later, but <laughs> <laughs> I freaked out and I was like oh my god because like Carter is um diabetic so he's at a higher risk so if I have it he has it and it's so likely that he dies from it Jeez. so I like freaked out i was like i can't hang out with Carter right now i didn't tell him because today i just found out that she was negative so it's all fine but i freaked out and that just made me realize like it's here
0: like it's right here in front of our eyes like it's one of those things i didn't believe it for so long like i was like oh this is just like some tactic to scare us or something like i all thought it was foo-foo and then (laughs) like it was right in front of our faces and i'm like oh my god we this is happening
1: crazy. Have you been
0: like still staying away from Carter and stuff like that?
1: No so I realized this like I think Wednesday she found out and then she took the test like the next day and then she just told us today that she was found negative and like I hadn't hung out with him but I was just like freaking out because like I was with this person Sunday night yeah. and I hung out with Carter Monday so I was like.
0: Oh he was already exposed. To yeah
1: so I was like oh my gosh. But now everything's alright, I'll probably tell him about it, but yeah, like, oh, sorry to mention, like, but... How's
0: he been doing with, um, the diabetes?
1: Um, I think he's handling it pretty well. I don't want to speak for him, but, like...
0: That's so rough. Like, I feel so bad that that came on, upon him during this time, like...
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, shitty timing. I mean, like, like, he crashed his truck, he...
0: I didn't even know about that. You didn't? No.
1: Yeah, he got like an accident before COVID and he was fine. Everything was fine. Maybe I didn't but know what But his car oh. got totaled. Um, and then his year, like his lacrosse year, which he was captain of, got canceled. Like his school year, his senior year got canceled. Jeez. And then he finally got diabetes and I just felt so <laughs> bad. And like, I don't know, but like, I'm a person that's like, if other people are hurting, like I'll hurt more than if myself is hurting. So like, it will just pick me. up on their energies and yeah, stuff like, like that. Yeah, like it hit me so hard. Like, even harder than it did him. Like, I don't know why, but like for a couple of, like for that whole week that I found out, I was like sitting in bed, like not doing anything. Like I couldn't, like I went to his house like the next, I couldn't see him for two weeks because he had, um, went to the hospital. So he was like in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And so I went to like his house to drop off like food and stuff. And, um... Like I just remember looking at him and like I had I put sunglasses on and I was like crying.
0: Uh.
1: It was really rough, but
0: Hey, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> we'll figure yeah. it out. And uh It's over now and we're yeah. moving past it. I hope I hope he's still in high spirits. I've never seen yeah. him down to do like anything.
1: He took it really well. Like I I definitely took it way harder than him. <laughs> I don't know why but he's definitely handling it so well. Like I'm so proud of him. Like, it's just great, but obviously he's gonna have to deal with it and it sucks, but he's like trying to make the most of it, which is like great.
0: Mm. How have you been doing in your family and everything?
1: Um, Pretty good. I mean, I've gotten a lot closer to my mom Yeah. recently. Like, um, so for the beginning of COVID until like May, my brother wasn't here at all. He was down in Tampa, staying with his girlfriend's family. Uh, Interesting. We're going, yeah, we're going to the same school. Oh, really? Yeah, but I looked at it first. <laughs> and then he transferred, because he hated golf. Like, his go- coach made him hate golf. Is he going to still play golf at Tampa? No. He, oh. like, he was just like, I'm done with it for now, because he just made him hate golf. Um, so he's going there now. Um, so he stayed there. And so I was stuck with just me and my parents alone for about two months Jeez. with like COVID. Like, so it was like the beginning of COVID. So I didn't go anywhere. So it was just me and like my dad worked and like he, he was in Central. So he still had to go to work. What's he do? He was, he's a nuclear power plant person. I don't know. He's That's like, a crazy yeah. role. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like Homer Simpson, literally. Like I was like, I didn't know they were essential until my dad. Told. I was like, "Why the heck are you essential?" Well, I mean, yeah, they
0: probably provide a lot of power.
1: Um, yeah, there's fuel and stuff. So he had to go into work, and it was only him and a couple people. All that everyone else at work did it at home and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was just me and my mom for a while. Um, like just every day at school, like I mean not at school, at home, like. Twelve hours a day, like.
0: But you're getting closer in a good way. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Like at the beginning, I was like.
0: This is gonna be rough. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, oh, I can't
0: handle this. But. Then, I mean, that's tough with any like same people. I remember freaking out because my sister and my whole family were gonna be home, and not that there's problems, but like every family, it's tough to be that close together for so long.
1: Yeah, and like it was just a lot because my mom like checks in on me a lot because like a bunch of shit like like COVID hit me hard in the beginning. Cause like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm just gonna say it, but I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety um, going into junior summer, going into junior year. And I, I, I was good, like senior year I was hitting like a good stride. I was going smooth and everything. And then COVID hit and then I just went.
0: Back to boom. the hill. How are you, how are you yeah. dealing with it?
1: I'm a lot better now so I got put on new medication
0: no but I'm saying going um, when you got on that good streak how'd you
1: oh so I've so I hit a rock bottom middle of summer going into junior year and my like I've been dealing with this probably since like sixth or seventh grade by myself and which is like I didn't know what was happening I just knew I was like down all the time and um, I've always been like a really jittery person like always nervous like you know I was always quiet I was the quiet kid I didn't talk to anyone I was just only talked to like two people during uh-huh. the day um, but uh, so junior year hit my parents found out about what I've been going through and they're so in my family there's a huge depression like
0: like it's um, almost genetic?
1: Yeah. So like, it kind of- That's kinda, interesting. So my mom, it didn't really happen to my mom, but it, it happened to three of my brothers and I, my biological grandmother who like passed away when she was really young from cancer. But, um, so my mom just kind of thought like it kind of just skipped over me too, because she didn't have to deal with it. Uh-huh. But, like, my, a lot of my uncles did.
0: That's very interesting, I didn't know it worked like that in a sense Yeah,
1: I didn't either, but like, so like I thought it was fine, like I thought it was like maybe, maybe I'm just like overreacting or something but then like, I learned about so much more about my family, like my mom told me about like so much more, so like my uncle overdosed and he has been on like depression and like so many drugs for so long and he overdosed when I was, I wanna say like 10 or 11 really yep and then my other uncle was has been an alcoholic and has dealt with depression since like probably his 30s he's probably like around 50 now and he's like still going through it and like i can tell now like i didn't see it before but now i can see and like my aunt has dealt and both, they're still dealing with it yeah like both my aunts have bipolar and like there's my dad's side like none of this stuff so it was so weird and then my mom's side it was like all of this stuff which is like i don't know how it happened but um as of right now i think i'm one of the only kids who's got it but i'm not going to speak for anyone in my family but um yeah definitely learning about all that stuff and like how my mom helped because my mom and my uncle who died were so close and mm-hmm. she was devastated when he died. Like she took care of him a lot, like helped him. No one in our family would help him and then he helped him, but she helped him. And like, so her telling me that like made me feel like a lot more comfortable to like talk about things with her because I hated talking
0: about That's things. That's the biggest thing is talking about it. Like I've never gone through what you've gone through, mm-hmm. but I, like what I've noticed in people is Keeping it inside was what almost made it worse, you know, like yeah. once you release it, it just helps you get through it almost
1: It really does like I don't think I think everyone in the situation like hates talking about it because once you talk about it It brings things up that you like try to push down. Yeah, like in my family I kind of grew up with like no emotion showing like, you know, what? like yeah Like it's hard for me to say I love you like I never say it like uh-huh I barely say it. Um, I think I like whenever my parents say it, I'll be like you too or something like that. I never say it to my family, which is really bad.
0: Like, that's weird. I don't say it to my family either. And it's not like I intentionally. It's just none of us say it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's weird like that. Some families yeah. work like that, and some families say it after every phone call.
1: Mhm. Like I don't know. My so my dad is like a really person who like it's like bullshit feelings and stuff like that. But that uh. that's how he like grew up because yeah. my Pepe was a very like conservative man and stuff like that, which is whatever. But, um, so my dad obviously grew up like that. Yeah. And like, he didn't want to like force it on me. It's just how he like grew up and like how my family was, was like, I like wouldn't just randomly say, oh, I love you or something like that. Like, it's even hard to me for me to say it to like my friends or like Carter or something like that. Um but i've been working on it like i say it a lot more now than i used to have um but so yeah no no like emotions or so so like when i grew up like it was like kind of like push your feelings down yeah like don't let it show or you're kind of weak like i was so embarrassed by how i was feeling like
0: and that almost causes a whole nother issue
1: yeah so I was so scared of people finding out how I felt like that's probably why I didn't talk about it. Like, that's why so many people don't talk about it mm-hmm. is because they're so scared of how people would react to it. And if they look like, I was so scared of my family treating me different, my friends t- treating me different. like. I didn't tell my brother for the longest time that I had it like I told my parents I was like Please just don't tell my brother because I didn't want him to treat me differently. Really? Yeah, that's I'm, interesting. I was so told, who'd you
0: tell first?
1: I told my I remember so that summer into junior year I was laying on my mom's lap crying and I told her and She got up and got my dad and I remember exactly what she says. We're in trouble and my dad and my mom sat down, they like talked to me, I was like a wreck, and then they were like, they started talking, like over the next few weeks, I was like very fragile, it was, I hated it, it was like walking on eggshells, like that's what I didn't want, and um, so they like talked about therapy and stuff, and that's when I started going to therapy, which is like, Helped me so much like I hated the thought of it at first like the first couple times I went like I was like I don't want to say anything. I don't want to talk like I was literally it's
0: like a stranger too. Yeah um, How do you pick a therapist?
1: So I you literally a lot of people have to go through a lot of therapists like they just like look through like offices around and They'll make an appointment and if you like them you stay with them if you don't use twitch a new one Mm -hmm. luckily I ended up staying with mine Till like now, um, which is very lucky because so many people I know have had so much trouble trying to find people that they can talk to because mine's like kind of young, like under Is it a female? Yeah. It's a female. She's under 30. So she like understands a lot. And like, I guess the good thing about it was like, I could talk to her without her having to tell my parents everything Mm, and it
0: was, that's interesting.
1: It was like, it was almost easier to talk to a stranger than people that I knew.
0: Yeah, because you you were, what it seems like is you were scared that people's perspective of you was going to change. And if you're going to someone who never even had an initial, like, thought of what you were, it's almost easier to let that all go. Yeah. So it does make sense in a way.
1: I know, that's why, like, when people, like, come to me and ask, I'm tell like, I always tell them just, like, talk about it. Because once I, like, got used to going to therapy and talked about it, like... A huge weight was lifted off my chest like it felt like I could share like just like not even fixing it but just talking about it like make me feel so much lighter mm-hmm. and um it was just it was just such a better feeling like the next day it was a better feeling because after therapy I was I felt so shitty I was like I remember my mom tried to ask me how it was and I'd be like don't talk because, like, I would, like, because I just brought up all that, like, bad stuff. And, like, I was like... And it's still running in your head. And
0: she wasn't even there.
1: Yeah. It was just, like, a bad move, like, for the rest of the day. And then, like, I kind of got used to it where you could just, like, say anything. And then once you shut that door, it's fine. Like, it's just... You said it. You're good. And, like... Someone's
0: there to receive it. Yeah. Which is important.
1: It was a big thing that she, like, understood because like I would talk to like some friends about it and they would like try to understand and I love that they listened, but like it was just different because she like understood really, like she knew, like she would say stuff that like I knew like what it felt like and it was just different hearing it from her than my friends because like um, she would tell me like actual facts about like my brain and stuff like so like
0: did she have it herself at any point, or did she just study it her whole life?
1: I I have not asked her if she had that, but she um, has a degree in psychology, I think. Uh-huh. She's been a therapist for a while, I don't know how long.
0: So she's probably um, seen everything, in a sense.
1: Yeah, she deals with like a lot of people. Actually, one of my friends, I'm not gonna say who, but goes to her too, and we figured it out, and we were like, omg like we go to the same person
0: <laughs> so you guys are going at different times and yeah. didn't know it and then i later found out yeah
1: like she walked out in the um hallway once like for the waiting room or whatever and i was like
0: what are you <laughs> doing here <laughs> that's hilarious
1: and it's it's so crazy but you also realize that like everyone goes through shit like that yeah like I would wait in the waiting room and I would see people my age. I would see people, that like, go to our school. I would see, like, people, like, young kids. Everybody's
0: got something. So, like, there is a different to, degree yeah. to it, though, 100%.
1: Yeah, there is. But, like, I would think, like, some of my friends were just always, like, okay all the time. And I would be, like, how can they do that? And then, there, like, recently I've just seen so different side of people where it's, like, oh, shit. Like, they have shit, too, like... And it just doesn't like make you feel better that they go through shit, but it's just like We're
0: every- all in this together yeah. in a sense Yeah I get what you're saying So you started going to therapy and things are getting better, did you ever medicate?
1: Yeah, so I went to therapy for like a year and it was okay, but it still wasn't working So my therapist like was telling me, so like sometimes when you have depression There's, you your brain makes serotonin, which is like the chemical that kind of like makes you up and happy and whatever. So like when people have depression, if your brain doesn't make it that much, like it's it's either making it very little, maybe sometimes none. So when you go on medication for depression, the medication helps um, boost that chemical, make it work better, make it come out more. Interesting. And so I like went on medic, I, I tried like three different medications cause you get so many side effects from them. I remember, um, senior, junior year, the end of junior year, I went on Prozac and I was sleeping all the time. Like I would come home from school and I would sleep from like four to seven and then I would go to bed at like 10
0: Jesus. and
1: like I was always tired. I would fall asleep. Were you feeling better
0: when you were awake?
1: yeah I was feeling great like I was like I don't feel anything but it was to the point where it's like I was numb like I didn't feel oh. anything so like at, in my head I was like this is great I don't feel like down anymore
0: but you but weren't feeling I was, anything like,
1: I don't like I don't get happy either so it was like I described it as like numb
0: uh-huh
1: like when I would hang out with friends it was just like I would get there and it'd be the same level and it'd be like it wouldn't like go up or anything like when people were talking, it was just like dull. It That's was like interesting. yeah. It's a lot of
0: cheeses, <laughs> man. Hey, how you how's
1: going? it going?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a podcast. Oh okay. okay. <laughs> Alright, I guess I should get out of here. You're good. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not cutting that. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's my dad after golfing, after a couple beers. He's pretty
0: cheery. Uh, yep. What's it called? I watched a movie called The Last Shaman, and it was this boy who had depression, and it, he described it very similarly. He said, I was so sad. That like nothing mattered, so I took this medication, and then it didn't make me feel anything. And he's like, I just stopped feeling like a human. And he hit this like he was hitting this point where he's like, I just want to feel things. Like he's like, I don't even care if it's sad anymore. He's like, I just don't even feel. And it it was it's a crazy story. Yeah, it's talking about he went through like a like a tribal ceremony in deep in africa where they do like ayahuasca and stuff like that and dmt it it was dark it was really dark but it was interesting because he came out of it a lot different like yeah it was you should watch it because i mean if you want it is it's it's kind of sad because it talked like while he's going through the process a lot of the bad things that got him to that point came out but like at the end you do see how good he feels and like how he's a whole new person like he couldn't stop smiling he couldn't stop laughing he's like life is so beautiful now and it's amazing what what that uh ceremony and what that ritual does it's very interesting
1: yeah i mean so many people find different ways to make them like get better from this like 100 like heal themselves like my way was medication but it's not every way every beat everybody's way and like that's why there's so many different things that people try like therapy different type of drugs like um like literally like spiritual healing and stuff like that like holistic yeah
0: a lot that's a big thing is a lot of people find themselves in positions where they have like cancer or depression or something like if you heard zach's story yeah they try the medication, it doesn't work for them, and then they just go to themselves. And, like, that's what th- that's where they find it. And that's yeah. really important because I think when you do that, it brings a whole other level of satisfa- satisfaction because you did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you did it yourself. But, so, you're taking the medicine and you're feeling numb. Did you stop taking it or did you?
1: So, I kept taking it and then I went. Um, so, when I when I get put on new medication, I have to, like, go to, like, uh, like- Quick, like two weeks apart, uh, visits with like my prescriber, and um, to see how it works because you have to tell them the side effects, see if it's working, see if you need to go up a dose, down a dose, or anything. Um, so I got switched onto another thing, and then
0: not in addition, switch. Yeah,
1: switch. So I got off Prozac, and then I got switched onto another thing, which like worked a little bit, but I needed higher doses. So I hi- like went to the, kept upping doses of that one. And then I got to like the highest dosage, which is like 20 milligrams. It goes up by five. So it was, once I hit 20 milligrams, I hit it and I was like, okay. I was like, this was probably the beginning of my senior year, like probably August, where I hit like um, the highest dosage. And I was doing fine. like
0: were you feeling
1: yeah i was like enjoying when i was like out with my friends i would like be in the car and like i would just like actually like dance to like music and stuff like that instead of like listening to sad music and just driving that's crazy like
0: like i can't even picture the side of you anymore like i remember before senior year everybody's like josie's hilarious but she's just quiet you know Mm -hmm. like she and it's like You don't even realize what you were dealing with.
1: Yeah. That's why, like, it's, like, so hard to, like, judge people because you have no idea what's going on, like, in their mind or anything. And it's just, like, I, I never liked telling people about it. Like, I only told one, like, my mom and my dad and then one other person when it happened. And I didn't tell anyone else for, like, a whole year. And it like took me courage to like each time I would tell someone like it I had to trust the person and it was so for some reason it was so hard for me to trust
0: people not some reason it makes sense like that's that's a lot to let out there if you didn't even want to let it out to your parents like that's hard that does take a lot of courage like pride yourself in that that takes a lot
1: I mean um I haven't told anyone that I'm talking about this on the podcast either so I'm (laughs) just like Might as well, because I've... Just jump into it. Yeah, because I've I've slowly began to, like, tell, like... Like, people have asked, and I just, like, slowly began to tell more people. And it's because it's, like... I don't want to, like, hide it. Like, it kind of sucks when you have to just, like... When you're talking about something, and then people bring up stuff, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, people will bring up, like, jokes and stuff. Which is fine. Like, I joke about it all the time. But it's like, oh, shit. Like, I actually go through that. Yeah. It's, like... It's different, but it's, like, I... I'm totally fine with jokes and everything like that some people aren't but like I was taught to laugh about everything Like when people joke about my dyslexia, I always <laughs> find it funny. It's hilarious. I don't I don't care about that um, But yeah, it was very different like it felt like I couldn't really connect with people without telling them like uh-huh. it was very hard Like I maybe that's why like it was your
0: acquaintances like, and yeah. then when you could tell them you were friends.
1: Yeah, Like, maybe that's why it was, it took me so long to not be, like, so shy anymore. Uh Uh-huh. Which is crazy, because I owe that to Tess so much. She brought me out of my freaking shell. Junior year, she, I I told her going into high school, I was like, you have to do this. Like, I don't care how you do it, but please just make me talk to people. That's awesome. And, like, she did it. Like, now I've made so many friends that I'm, like... I didn't even think I would. I talked to, like, people at parties and, like, just strangers, which I would never do. I would never go to a party because I was so scared of talking to people. Like, I was just so scared of what people would think of me. Like, not even, like, this other stuff, but just, like, me saying hi. I would yeah. think about it so much. Like, people would, like, I love when you say, like, when you were talking to people, and you would think about what you were going to say next uh-huh. before listening to them. Like that was me 24-7. And it's, that's when
0: you get it twisted. Because you're already, yeah. you're living that moment in your head. So when you go to have it, you don't even know what to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: Like you miss a whole part of what someone's saying. Just because you're thinking about like how people are thinking about how you. How to play to rap. them. Yeah. not what
0: you're actually feeling. And yeah. it's a tough skill to get to that point. Like it really is. Yeah. But that's crazy that Tess helped you that much. Like she, she is a saint. <laughs> yeah,
1: she brought me out so much, like, even you can even you know that I was like didn't talk to anyone. I was so it shy. It wasn't even
0: like a like in my eyes, it just was like you were shy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it wasn't like you were dealing with any. it was just like that's who you were. Yeah. But like everyone would be like, You gotta talk to Josie, she's funny and like like I remember Emma a lot saying that too. Like she she know, she knew you had that outgoing part in you, but for some reason there was, like, that barrier there.
1: Yeah, it's because I, I've known Emma forever, and I knew Tess forever. It's, like, it took me so long to be not shy for people. Like, it took me so long to be not shy for, like, like, the group, like, the, my friend group now, which is, like, Liz, Serena, Lucy, Kathleen. It took me so long to be, like, not shy in front of them. Mm-hmm. It was, it was just like I remember going over your house once, like end of sophomore year or something. I don't know what it, it was like a fire maybe or Probably something. something like that. And I was just, I felt so uncomfortable cause I like, I was like, why can't I talk to people? Cause I felt like I was just sitting there in the background. Yeah. I felt so like, I felt so angry at myself. I was like, why can't I just like, that's like a, another big thing that like brought me down. Was you like, get mad at yourself. Yeah. like. I would get mad at myself for so many things like during school, I'd be like, why'd you just do that? You're so embarrassing.
0: Jesus. Or like, it's like someone else is in your head like dictating you.
1: Yeah, it was just like, like, you're really down on yourself. Like when you have this stuff, you're like, why aren't you normal? Like why can't like, why do you feel like this? You shouldn't like I had so much in my life, like I have two parents, a brother, they all love me. I have a house and like, I'm like, my parents are financially stable. Like I was so mad at myself for feeling this way because I was like there's no reason It's a I little
0: mental illness like it It took it, me
1: so long to realize that it,
0: Like it's something I didn't even like I would always think like they're just sad you know what I'm saying but it's not like it's like you said like you chemically are imbalanced.
1: Yeah And,
0: and it shows like it really does
1: It took me so long to realize that and that's why like a therapist is so helpful Because they can like tell you exactly why you feel this way like she had to tell me so many times about like the chemical imbalance and stuff and to say like it's not your fault like It's it was, not a personality thing. It's yeah. literally
0: like your mind isn't there They're yeah. not isn't there, but it doesn't function the way you want it to Yeah, and it
1: was so frustrating. I was just always frustrated with myself and then like I Got on the medication and I was doing like okay senior year and then like obviously there's volleyball was a Huge up and down place. Um, this I, year, senior,
0: senior year, or senior year or junior, I mean. Senior year. Yeah.
1: So, volleyball, huge thing for me. It was what got me up in the morning. Like it literally brought me out of my bed to go to school. Because if I didn't go to school, I wouldn't go to practice. It was just a place where I could just like not think about like myself or anything outside of it. I just focused on like just playing or messing around with my teammates which it was just like somewhere where I was actually happy. Like I felt happy and it was crazy. like, it was kind of like an addiction. Like I wanted to be there all the time. Like it was like all I talked about cause like that was the only place where I wanted to be cause everywhere else I was just like, I just like horrible for me. And it like helped me like, like school sports are a huge thing for a lot of people. They help everyone.
0: They teach important morals. Yeah. Even if you're on a shitty team, they teach you good lessons. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: it does. Like...
0: And I'm not speaking for volleyball. I'm speaking for myself <laughs> here. But, like, like I'm telling you, it. I think, in a sense, I've learned more because of my seasons. The, yeah. the way they went. And, said, like, because when you're... It's easy to just win and be happy. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy to win and play as a team. But it's hard to go to practice every day when you're not winning. Yeah. And kids are giving up on you. And like fans are giving up on you it's hard it really is
1: it is like we our season i think we won three games in our season this year and everyone hated the coach which is like i i okay i love the coach like she was the person i honored for nhs i love her as a teacher i had her for three years she coached me since sophomore year but and she was a uh, jv coach and she was an amazing jv coach really good at that but varsity was just not her thing. She's
0: just unexperienced.
1: Yeah. She would just, she would, she would literally sit down at games. She wouldn't hype anyone up. Like she would like, you're too feeling like she would say, like, we had too much feelings for the game. Like we just have to play. And it was just like, how do you play without being passionate and like stuff like that. And it got me so frustrated, but it also is like, so like me and Erica were the captains and everyone like needed a change like everyone was like I can't do this coach anymore like we need like something else like and it took like so much for like me and Erica to just like speak for the team like at the I remember like close to the end of the season we like I finally like build up the courage to actually say something to her and she kind of just shut me down but Whatever it was like the end of the season, but like I was like really proud that I s- actually said something Yeah, because that's awesome. I like I'm always the person who's like gets and you're the- saying
0: it out of trying to like help Everybody help, yeah, it wasn't like you're just trying to diss somebody
1: Yeah The whole team was like you need to do so- like we need to fix something and like as a captain you have to like step up Like that captaincy taught me a lot like I'm I'm the person who like gets the wrong like or like gets not what they ordered at a restaurant and is like, I'll just eat it. Like even if I don't like it, cause I'm so bad with confrontation. But like, I was like, something needs to happen. And it was like, it was just ruining. Like I read, I saw something on TikTok. It's stupid, but um, it was like one of the worst heartbreaks is when a coach ruins the sport yeah, you love.
0: I, I just was talking to a kid at my job who we used to play baseball when we were little together, and I was like, you still playing baseball? And he's like, nah, but I wish. I was like, why aren't you? And he's like, the coaches ruined it for me. They literally yeah. And He's like, I want to go back and play, but he's like, I'm out of high school now, I don't even know where to go now. And like, that's so sad to me.
1: It is. Like, my brother played golf for two years, at, at and he loved it, he, he knew he wanted to go for golf. Like, he chose this school to go for golf. golf. Like, this coach made him hate golf, he didn't play for like a year. And like now he's starting to play again. But he was like he hated it and I was like, That's crazy because literally like he would play every day in the summer. Like every day it was nice out he would go, even if it was raining, he would go and play, like nonstop. And it was just crazy how he could just like a coach could just like take that away from him. And like that's
0: a dangerous power that coaches have.
1: Yeah. And it's just like you need to be the right person for a coach
0: yeah it's tough though because not everybody wants to be a coach you know yeah and
1: it's so hard to like a lot of schools have so much trouble finding
0: coaches i'm not trying to call out schools but hudson high has a lot of stories of them losing kids on football teams and baseball teams and not i know their basketball coach is good but those two teams specifically i know they've lost a lot of kids playing sports in those years and we always like oh we're just better athletes but i think they're at the root of their problem is they don't have good coaches over there yeah and it sucks.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think like that's right. Cause it's like kids growing up can be influenced so easily. Yeah. And like coaches are one of the biggest influences on kids. And if you have that power, you can't like take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, and it's tough at a high school level because a lot of them are just starting coaching too. So it's like these kids who are just starting life and then coaches who are just starting that job. Then you put them together and you're going to find some that click right away and some that don't. And then some, like you said, Ms. Rhett, the coach you had (laughs) the coach you had was a good coach but like she was just unexperienced you said as a jv coach she was good she was great so give her a couple years and if you what you said resonates with her like she could get back to that point at varsity level you know
1: yeah i mean i remember junior year all the (laughs) all the um seniors at that time hated her and i didn't understand why because i was like still like but i i would play over them which is like a difficult thing um but like i didn't understand if you're better no
0: it's not if you're Uh, better than they are i mean that's that's what i like about varsity sports is it's cutthroat like if you're better you're gonna play
1: yeah and like um she was just like they all hated her and i was like why i didn't understand why because like her first year coaching was my like first year on jv or whatever and I get, like, I feel like her JV team have definitely formed a bond with her. Uh-huh. It, was like, it was like me, Erica, Jen, like all, like all of our seniors basically just like were with her for three years and we formed a bond with her. So I guess that's was like so hard on us to finally realize how like she was So like, what
0: changed? Like, wh-
1: I don't like, I guess like I was kind of like blind junior year because like, I was like, I have another year to play anyways. Cause like we were, we sucked junior year too. Um, we only won like two games, and um like, I don't wanna name seniors, but all of the seniors were like, we need they need a new coach, like I would be like I would hang out with them like outside of practice, and they they would like, talk so bad about her, and I'd be like,
0: that's also I toxic, like there's yeah. a point where you just gotta suck it up too. yeah, you know what I'm saying like there's a point where it's like, all right, yeah, there's some fault there, but they're like we're the players, you know, we're the ones in the game like. We got to get our own shit together.
1: Yeah, and then so I didn't realize that until like senior year where I was like, okay, this is my last year and we would play and then like I get maybe it's because like we were like as seniors you kind of like step up and you see like the whole court besides just yourself maybe uh-huh. and like you see that like there's decisions that the coach made that was like so wrong like she should have taken out people like, put people in, tried new positions and stuff like that, and she would, like, just not give us confidence at all. So, like,
0: junior year, you were grinding for a spot, and then senior yeah. year, you were grinding for the win, and then saw the decisions that...
1: Basically, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I can I relate
0: in football. again.
1: It was just really frustrating, because it was like, why can't we win? And, like, all the signs pointed to the coach, but that was, that's obviously <laughs> not true, because there's obviously some stuff wrong with the team, but it was like, if, the, if your whole team is, like, coming out of games crying, coming out of games pissed off at the coach, like, you should realize that, yeah. like, maybe you should change stuff. And, like, when we would go up to her, she would, like, defend herself. And um, Maybe
0: she didn't even know what to do. Yes, like, I
1: understand that. Like, and I love her so much, but it was just, like, so hard to, like, try to get her to change because she just – it was just, like – I don't know, push, pushing a block that won't budge. It was like, we would tell her something that like we thought could be changed and she'd be like, but you can't do that. Like, she'd be like, I remember she says one thing about like, like at one game she yelled at a player and it, we thought it was like really uncalled for. So we talked to her about it and she was like, you you should be like, if you, you're on a varsity sport. You have to expect that. And I was like-
0: "She also, Have she ever told you her upbringing in volleyball? um her I've, coach was an olympic coach yeah she she, uh, she used to get screamed at every practice like yeah
1: but she is complete opposite like she would not yell at us we'd like like we needed a coach to like like, like whip us in line like
0: so what she was making bad decisions and wasn't she in wasn't
1: in it. it like all of us could tell she wasn't in it matter no matter if she said it or not she would always say like you guys have to be in it and like uh, all of us were so passionate about it and like we would just see her sitting down at games, just sitting there like this, and just being like, every time something went wrong, she'd just go like this, yeah, and just look back up and wait for the next play. And it was just like, yeah, it was so frustrating. And I like I remember at games I would like sit there, like so, at like some games I would like come out and it would be like the last like couple of points, and I would like scream. And, like, I don't know if she heard me, but I was, like, screaming a bunch of swears. And I'd be like, what are you doing? And stuff like that.
0: Jesus. I mean, I've been there. I've been there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I kind of want to get back to your depression journey in the sense that you said you were medicated and mm-hmm. it was working out. So did you wane off the medicine? or?
1: No. So I was coasting on the medicine for like a long time like obviously i had ups and downs and like medicine's not gonna this like, is
0: through senior year
1: yeah medicine's not gonna like solve it but i was doing good like so much better than junior year junior year i was awful but i was doing great until like covid started. where like you realize oh school's out for two weeks and then you realize prom's oh, not everything,
0: everything's gone yeah <laughs> it's over it was just
1: like like prom I was upset at first, but like, then I was like, I don't care. I went to prom last year. Softball, I was kind of upset because I wanted a senior night, but, um, (laughs) I hated softball. I (laughs) sat, I rode the bench for four years. It was, it was so bad. Um, so I wasn't really upset about that. It was just like, I was pissed off that we couldn't like do the last months of senior year after like, I like grinded so hard, like the first three years. Yeah, like we were about to hit
0: the senioritis stage yes, and like just like, had that fun period of school
1: and it was just i wanted to hang out with people at school like like i would like that's I the only to hang thing out. that
0: got to me was like yeah. missing those classroom like, like jokes and like yes. those memories that you just make and like yes. miss dude miss riley's class like you would just screw around yes. in the back those are the funnest like, times like
1: i like i missed that like so much and i'm so mad that like we didn't get to like like say goodbye to anyone like there's so many people that like i was friends with that i know i'm probably never gonna see again you
0: will you will like i know it feels like that it really does but there's gonna be somehow we're all gonna come back together i know what will happen
1: i just like i wish i could have like spent those last couple of days like just like really talking to people like no like getting to know like people that like i only knew in high school like i didn't hang out yeah outside of I high couldn't school agree more. like there's like a couple people i can think of but i'm not gonna say it, like but. those
0: friends who are on the cusp of being out of school friends but and, like
1: yeah now
0: they're not gonna be any friends you know
1: yeah and it's just like sad because it's like damn i could have been like really good friends with them or like even the teachers i was like like i obviously wanted to say bye to riley i wanted to say bye to like everyone and like just like walking through those halls for the last time when you know it's the last time it's just like i wanted that
0: yeah
1: like i hated that i i walked through the halls without knowing it was my last time and it was just and that ate you alive in a sense yeah it was it got to me so much and then like stuff kept building up so like being alone when you're on this stuff like sucks like i needed like human interaction i needed to like need had help big, i needed distractions that's what that was the big thing about me i needed stuff to like keep my brain going like i couldn't stop and think because if i stopped and thought like then things would go downhill with like my brain and stuff um so like i i didn't see like a lot of people i was only seeing my mom basically day from day which got a little old i'm not gonna lie (laughs) but she did try a lot she made up like friday was game day and pizza day which i loved but um it was a lot like because all of a sudden you go from like hanging out with people every friday like at like staying out and like um going to games and everything like that and then you go from just like sitting Even the little things like i didn't drive
0: my car for like two months you know what i'm saying like i just sat there and it's like That's something you forget about.
1: Yeah. And so like, I, so my therapy stopped, which was like- you couldn't visit? Yeah.
0: You couldn't do Zoom calls? Uh, Well,
1: they offered Zoom calls, but I was like, I don't want to do them. Why not? Because I was like, i just didn't want to like go like they were like zoom calls or phone calls and for some reason i was just like i just don't want to do that because then i would have to like talk in my own home yeah you my, feel like
0: your mom or something would be yeah. listening or hearing it
1: mm-hmm. but my so my prescriber had like i had to have a a talk with him like in like probably may i think and that was when i like finally talked about what i was going through because like the month of like probably to march and may i was going through Like, like so. When your medic, like my medication works, and it it still works. It's just like when something like it's kind of like hits you and like stops you from moving a little bit. Like kind of like drags you. Like say like you're driving a car and all of a sudden like a rock falls on, and then you just start going a lot slower. Kind of, I don't know how you to pop a that. tire,
0: and then yeah. you can't keep
1: going. You can't keep going, but you're, you're like... You're moving, but you're, it's not the right way. Yeah, so that was like me. Like, I was like... I definitely... I, I went through an episode. Like, they called it... I was going through an episode for a little bit. A depressive episode. And um, I needed a little extra thing to get me out of it. Or like, to get me... Because like, this thing was stopping me. So I needed a jack to help me fix the tire. <laughs> um, so I got put on like uh, a medication in for, addition, Yeah, I got put on a medication like in addition because I was so scared of going off this medication cause I was like, it worked so I don't want to go off it. So he was like, we can either switch it or add something. So I added this ADHD medication, which sounds weird but it just made it like boosted it up even more because like like, My production was going like steady with the Lexapro, well, my medication, and then it kind of like slowed down and this one kind of like picked it back up. And um...
0: Were you able to come off that one that picked it back up? so
1: I can't, I'm still on it. I can't go off it for a little bit because when you go off medication, you have to wean off it. Like, I have to wait at least six months before I can go off it. So. Which kind of sucks because, like, obviously I don't want to be on medication forever. Yeah. But I told my doctor I want to be at, at least when I go to college because I know when I go to college it's going to be a huge change and my anxiety is going to kick in so much because, like, I hate change. Like, it's uncomfortable. The little, yeah, the littlest change I can't stand. I remember when I was young um, and we got. So my house is like split down in half. That side is like, we renovated about like five years ago and we got it added. And I remember the Christmas tree was always in a room <laughs> up there and I like was so like mad at my family cause they moved it to the bigger room. And I was just, I couldn't get over it. Like every year I would like cry. I'd be like, mom, please. Like I just wanted it in that room. Like I just like,
0: that's interesting.
1: It was like, I couldn't stray hmm. and, and that's what like, I've definitely, but the weirdest thing is like, like junior year, all I wanted to was go far away, like just go somewhere far away and start new. I just wanted to be a new person. Like I didn't want anyone to know me and to have like go in and be like someone completely different than myself. Cause I hated being myself because I felt so terrible. And then, but I didn't understand because, like, I hated change, so I was, like, I'm too scared to do it. And that's, like, where the thing where it's, like, depression and anxiety kind of crossroads. It's, like, you're scared, but you want to do it because you're, like, you want to get out of the, like, your depressive episode and stuff like that.
0: That's crazy.
1: And, like, it's so, like, having them both, it's, like, they're coexisting, like, not coexisting, they're, like, battling at each time, like, a lot of people like with anxiety will develop depression and a lot of people with depression will develop anxiety. They go
0: hand in hand. Yeah,
1: like sometimes it causes it. Sometimes anxiety causes depression, which I think that happened in my case where I was so anxious. Like
0: you I became was, mad about things. Yeah,
1: I was like, why can't I do this stuff like normal people? Like, but the thing is that like it hit in such like soon. Like I was a happy kid, I talked to everyone. Like, I didn't have a problem talking to people. I was always laughing. Like, I made friends easily. In fifth grade, I was like, fine, I made new friends. Like, it was new people from different schools, not elementary. my same elementary school. And then sixth grade, I don't know what happened, but I just got put into a shell. Like, I put myself into a shell where I didn't want to talk to anyone. I had this four core group of four girls that I was like, best friends with and I didn't talk to anyone else through entirely. Yeah, like,
0: and that's such a hard things. time to deal with that in middle school because, like, no one knows what they're doing and everyone's, like, super hormonal and, like, yeah. confused and embarrassed and also and stuck in their own egos. And, like, to feel like that at such a young age, Yeah, I can't even imagine.
1: Like... That's why, like, sometimes I even think like middle school is kind of harder than high school because high school. I could
0: totally agree. Yeah. Like, because we don't know shit. We don't know shit in yeah. middle school. And like, in high school, you still don't know shit. But like, you see a senior almost and yeah. they, they're closer you to an adult. Follow. Yeah. You, you have an example like, grow, in a sense.
1: You're growing with everyone. I feel like in middle school, everyone's growing at a yeah. different rate. Yeah. I so, agree like, with that. It's just so like, you feel in middle school, I feel like you feel like an outsider all the time which is like an awful feeling to feel like you have no one. And it was just, I didn't talk to anyone about that. And it was just difficult um, to deal with. And I think that's why I like backed myself in a corner and like just didn't talk to anyone cause I was so afraid like people would see me. I didn't want anyone to see me.
0: That's crazy.
1: I don't know why,
0: but. um, How are you doing now?
1: I'm doing a lot better. so. Obviously I don't like being this busy, but keeping busy helps so much. But like it's not good cuz it's just a distracting thing. So like it stops me from
0: facing the problem. Sitting
1: down and being like oh shit, start overthinking and everything. Uh-huh. Which is like it's good and bad. Like you want to like think about stuff to go through like to to go through and like find a solution. But like also like my brain is like as of right now, like I really don't think there's any solution, but that's just my brain because I've been going through this so long and like I've tried so many things that like I just try to find as many distractions as I can. Like I, I been doing work so much. I go to like whenever I have a day off, I try to find people to like hang out with like quick or like go to the beach or something to do because I don't like just like I'm kind of lazy but like um, I don't like being alone but I need alone time it's so weird
0: it's not weird it's just who you are in a sense and you're still figuring it out and trying to help yourself it's yeah. tough like this up it this sounds like I can't even you're telling me and I'm hearing it and I'm trying to understand it but I never will because I haven't gone through those things yeah. and it's incredible how far you've come to the point where you're speaking about this on my podcast and i really respect that and like this is gonna help a lot of people too because they're gonna see that they're not alone in a sense and like i really admire that and the fact that you're coming out here and wanted to talk to me about this like i didn't even really know much about these things like this is i mean obviously like i've heard things but this is the first time from you i've ever talked about this and that's crazy like i i did not know much of this
1: Thanks. Um, yeah, I guess I've been listening. So I had nothing to do at work. So I listened to your podcast at work. <laughs> um, like the other day, I think I just I listened it. three in a row. And like, I really do like some things I just get like bored after a while, but like, I like listening, like, sometimes it's hard for me when I listen and not seeing words people, people so
0: many people with ADD or ADHD have been telling me to start a YouTube because they're like I just can't listen you know like they're like I need something to look at
1: yeah it's I'm just, working on it I'm it's really hard it. for like words to like process and me need to like actually process them and then words keep happening so it's like I don't know. I, I think, get what you're saying. Yeah. Because I, I
0: I'm the same way with podcasts, too. Like, yeah. Sometimes, it's like reading a book where you read a whole page and you're like, yeah. what the hell did I just yeah. read?
1: <laughs> but, like, I really do love them. I really, like, Angels was awesome. I loved that one. Zach's was pretty good, too. Like, I love all of them. Like, and you learn so many things about these people that you have, no- like, like, I like love Like you. Yeah. Literally like
0: you. Like, I did not know any of this. This yeah. is incredible. Like, <laughs> I honestly just thought you were always shy. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's crazy that I, like, it wasn't like I was overlooking what you were going through, but I didn't even think about what you could have been going through. everyone
1: does. Like, even I do that sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, I see a person, I'm like, why are they like that? But like, then I have to like, slow down and be like, maybe they're going through stuff.
0: 100%.
1: But like, and like, I understand why people don't say anything, because like, I hate talking about it, but like, I begun to like start talking about it because like it's just like people need to learn that it's like it's so it feels we need so to start being yeah. humans
0: again we, we started bottling things up and showing people an ego that we mm-hmm. aren't are you know what i'm saying yeah and once we just i really like this learning that you've learned that the hard way you know what yeah. i'm saying and like people need to understand like just be yourself, like, weird is normal, you know what I'm saying, when you try to fit into a normal template, you begin to lose yourself, and, like, that's when you cause problems, and stuff like that, and, like, you're, like, you were saying, like, you were so, you were, like, oh, why am I being embarrassing, like, why am I being, like, why am I being shy, why, you were getting mad at yourself, and it's, like, you couldn't avoid it, because you had the mental part of it, but, like, there's people who are doing that same thing, who might be developing a mental issue yeah. where they could have been avoiding it just because they're living in the society that where we created the word normal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, society definitely affects everything. Like, it affects, like, people in the, like, smallest ways, but it turns out, like, smallest ways, small ways start to add up into huge ways. So, like, little things would... It's like
0: the foundation. Yeah. And you start building a house on a crooked foundation, you're gonna have a shitty house.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It's, like... Um, I was so embarrassed to talk about it so like I just kept it all in I wouldn't talk to like even my closest family like like I didn't talk to my mom about it which is like crazy. and you could see it
0: in your posture in a sense like when you were shy like you would hunch over and like mm-hmm. be quiet in a corner and stuff like now you walk around with like your head high and your shoulders yeah. right below your head like you're more proud of who you are now than who you were then yeah. and like I I agree, and literally just fixing your posture can fix a lot of things, too. <laughs> like, I've been learning that, too. If you just stand up with your chest and be proud of who you are, like, it will follow. Almost fake it till you make it. I really yeah. believe in there, because you're going to make it, you know?
1: Yeah, like, really, it's just, like like, you can't really hide anymore. Like, once you hide, you give yourself, like, reasons to, like, not like yourself. Like, once you start hiding things about yourself, you realize, like, I'm hiding it for a reason that I... Because mm-hmm. I don't like it. But, like, it's who you are. Like, obviously, everyone doesn't like everything about themselves. But, like, you can't, like, change it. Like, really. Like, you can change yourself, but, like...
0: Work on yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you... Like, because you're never going to change who you yeah. are at your core. Like, your personality is your personality. But yeah, there's struggles people have and... Insecurities, and the only way to work on those is to release them out in the world.
1: Yeah, like what I'm working on right now is trying not to trip over my words. I do it all the time. I like start saying something, and then I'll think about something, and I'll forget it, and I'll be like, da da da. da, da, da. <laughs> and I hate it because, like, sometimes I'll say hi to people and I'll try to say something, but it's because you're it thinking about out- it. Yeah. You just
0: don't even like that's a big thing with me, too. It's like yeah. I would think too much. I don't even think about shit now. Like, I just. I just say it as it comes. And if I feel myself starting on words, I stop. Because it means I didn't have them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they'll come back.
1: Yeah. I got to learn to do that, man. (laughs) I got to... I'm trying to teach myself that because I stutter and it makes me... It embarrasses myself. It would get me mad, too. Yeah. I would be like, why did... Like, I knew what I was going to say, but I just stuttered. And it was just like... It's so embarrassing. And that's like...
0: It's not embarrassing, though. Like, that right there is why you stutter, probably. Mm -hmm. It's because you think it's embarrassing. It's not. Like... when I walk around town and stuff like that and I'm saying hello to people like trying to get that positive energy back there's people who don't even acknowledge me and if I'm like oh that was embarrassing then I miss the next person who would have given me that energy back you know what I'm saying so it's like just keep going you know what I'm saying just keep doing you and
1: like
0: when the world sees who you are they'll show you who they are
1: yeah and like even saying hi can make someone's day like the littlest things like Like I just, I just, so I got into my job where I get a lot of tips now, and so I would never give that many tips. I would just toss like my coins in the jar, but now I'm starting to like be like, oh, it's a
0: whole new perspective. Yeah, it's
1: like the other night I had like a five. I had a ten and it cost five bucks, and I was like, keep. I told the lady I was like, keep it. Her face lit up, and I was like, that feels nice. (laughs) Like it just once you like making someone's face like light up the gift of giving bro. it makes you feel like so nice like i don't know like i've always loved making people laugh and stuff like that just because like i don't know like it it it's showing love for you
0: like it literally is and once you see someone appreciate you you feel like a purposeful yeah purpose less purpose less i don't know you feel like (laughs) it just better (laughs) yeah you feel like you have a place and it's It's awesome. It really is. Like bringing people up is addicting.
1: Yeah, and it and it builds you up. Like bringing people up makes you like feel more confident about yourself and be like, oh, I can do more things now. Like, like I'm like, giving that tip like maybe be like, oh, like I was just walking around town. Like, oh, (laughs) I'm such, I'm so good. (laughs) I just felt like great after that, and it's like like now i start giving more tips because like i realize like people deal people like that like people who like like ice cream workers or like barbers yeah they deal through so many shitty people
0: a hundred percent like
1: i've i've had so many shitty people in my job like you know what i realized i realized that older men are the most ignorant people (laughs) i've ever met like just stuff they say it's just like that doesn't even make sense and it's like you're yelling at me for no reason but
0: Lost in the sauce, bro.
1: It's like I don't know. It's crazy, but it's just crazy how like affecting someone else can affect you so much, and I think that's what more people need to learn.
0: Just bounce that energy off people. Yeah. It's funny. I've been running. Like, I've been feeling really good lately. (laughs) Yeah, I could tell. The past three days. (laughs) The past three days, like the wind was taken out of my sails. Like I was working Mm -hmm. with this kid, who the baseball one, and like. Every sentence he started was like, I hate this stop. This stop oh. sucks. I hate doing this. This highway's weird. I hate it. Like, just negativity. And I'd start saying, like, this isn't so bad. Like, and, like, trying to spin positive off of him. And he, it wouldn't bounce back. And, like, I fell asleep in the truck on the way oh. home. And, like, it was crazy. It's like he sucked all my positive energy out and still Damn. was staying negative. You know? Like, it yeah. was like there's some people you just can't bounce that off of.
1: Yeah. And it's just it shows you how much people around you can affect your like, yeah. mood and everything. Like, that's
0: why, like when i'm so positive like this and like it's bouncing off people like it's exhausting still like when people are just taking energy from you like i've had so many people say like these podcasts just lighten their mood up like that's yes that's still taking away from my energy in a sense and like i'm going i'm telling you when i hit my bed i don't like i'm lights out bro like i if i sit down on the i haven't watched television in three weeks because i can't keep my eyes open like wow. i cannot it's crazy i just pass out every time i sit down lately and That's it's crazy. like I just feel like everyone's taking my energy but like in a good way like yeah. I love it you know what I'm saying and in a sense that gives me more energy once I wake up
1: <laughs> yeah dude I know like this podcast I was so I don't think you realize I was so nervous
0: really look
1: at okay I'm gonna show you I, so I listen so to that everybody
0: back. this is what they say they go let me be on it and I go okay and they're like what are we gonna talk about and I'm like I don't know, we'll, yes! <laughs> we'll Dude, get look
1: there. At, look at, I write stuff down at work, like, this is oh my all God. my shit that I I wrote down, like, I was like, I gotta remember this shit. I was so nervous. That's so funny. Like, even, like, watching... It's just a
0: conversation, like, I'm just hanging out with you, you yeah, saying? It's... Yeah,
1: like, but, like, it's so intimidating when you think about it, because you, like, when imagining it, I just thought it was, like, you, me, and the mic, and just, like, you had to talk about something. Yeah. But, like, it's so, like it's like once you get people going it's so easy to talk about and like if you listen yeah and it's like i thought i would be so scared and stuff but i'm in a great mood right now
0: (laughs) i'm I'm
1: so like jumpy and just giddy right now and i did not think i was gonna be like i'm so
0: happy that you feel like that and i love that you love the podcast and it like this is what is my drug right now is literally just trying to help people
1: yeah and
0: it's awesome it really is
1: dude it's crazy i am so proud of you that you did this i'm so proud
0: like, of you like you came up here and just shared an incredible story like it was nothing like you just you, i would have known you were nervous at all you know what i'm saying like it's good. crazy
1: <laughs> um, yeah dude this is insane how like this podcast is helping so many people
0: uh, that's like, the goal it really it's because like i got to this point where i feel so good like it feels selfish not to help people
1: yeah like when you were talking like In school, when you made the first couple of podcasts, I listened to them and I was like, okay, this is cool, people just vibe in. I listened to V tours and I was like, politics, not really my thing. That
0: felt like scripted. Like it literally felt like we were just (laughs) trying to look smart.
1: Yeah, (laughs) not not really my thing for politics, but like I listened to it, I gave it a chance, and I was like, this is okay, I could like listen to it, but like this, the, the politics, I was like, I kind of like stop listening. kind two kids who I don't know shit, yeah, I'm, trying
0: to look like they know shit. Yeah, I'm
1: not for why I kind of stopped listening. I was <laughs> like, I stopped paying attention. But like now, like I listen to every word someone says. Like I and like That's awesome. I hold on to it. Like you were talking to Zach about a bunch of spiritual stuff, and one thing he said, he said something about sun gazing or whatever. Yeah, I want to try doing that. <laughs> like I really That's want to. Awesome. And like I'm, tr- I'm trying to. He has
0: a lot. To offer like I've learned yeah. a lot from him in just a short amount of time and crazy remember how I was talking about Angie White and we were talking about Angie White a lot in that episode
1: yeah I think so I know.
0: we I ran into Cody white and he said oh, that yeah, he, he said that she needs to be on it so now she's gonna be on those Sunday episodes that's
1: sick. Because, like, isn't she, like, what is she?
0: She's a medium, oh, and yeah. she's an oracle reader. She she's so in tune with her chakras in her third eye. Like, she's almost in the fourth density. And, like, this is all gibberish in a sense, but, like, I've been doing a lot of research and like Yeah,
1: dude, I'm not going to lie. When you started saying Shankras I was like, this is some avatar bullshit. Like, but then, like, once I started listening, thing- I was like, it kind of makes sense. Like, once, like, like...
0: Sorry. No, like, you're fine. Like, I feel like a lot of people resonate with it because... I'm a person who was like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, that's just bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't matter. But, like, the thing for me is the proof is in the pudding. Like, I feel so good right now. I look so good right now. Like, I'm on top of the world. And, like, everyone can be here because I just did it by having a good group of friends bring me up with them. You know what I'm saying? And just release all this negative shit we had. Like, I'm telling you, like, when I'm on a good vibe, like, there's I don't even like understand hate or anger like because if you notice every person who snaps with anger or hate it's coming from something else like it's not that moment like anytime you ever like I was writing a paper the other day for my English class and the my professor was like you really need to work on this and I I was like I was like in my my revised paper whatever and I was like shut the fuck up like I don't need to work on like I was mad at him but then I was reading it and I was like this is shit like this is so bad and I was really just mad at myself because it was so bad but I was blaming him you know what I'm saying so like if people could just realize like your anger is not because of someone else it's because of you it changes your world like I've released so many things that made me angry and like now I don't even understand anger you know what I'm saying And, like, if someone gives it to me, I just keep bouncing off positivity until they kind of figure out, like, oh, it's me. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Like, like people, so many people worry about other people, which is, like, a great thing to do. But, like, they start worrying about, like, how other people see themselves instead of how, like, you see themselves. Like, me not talking to anyone, I thought, like, me not talking about, like, my depression to anyone. It was, like, if I said it, I thought they would think I was um overreacting weak like just doing like my biggest thing i thought people would think i was doing for attention because that's that's what i thought i was doing for the for middle school because i was like i was like there's no reason for me to be like this because i was in and such, that's like,
0: just that in a way like i could understand that feeling in a sense because like okay. you are so young where you don't even understand what you're feeling yeah. you know what i'm saying like you did, probably didn't even know the concept of depression and like yeah. i'm not gonna lie up until high school i literally thought it was just people sad because of a reason like no yeah. it is something chemically wrong with your body something not functioning the way it should be
1: yeah i would like i would see people like even i would do that myself though like people would say stuff and i'd be like oh that's bullshit like i'd be like people like a lot of people like to post stuff on like scram that's not my thing but that's their thing and i would always be like why are you posting this? Like, I would be like, you're looking for attention, which is like crazy because I'm like, because it was like what I was terrified because I would think that, but now I realize like people have to talk about it in some certain way, and that's how they let it out. Release it. Yeah, and it's like just spams.
0: Like, spam accounts used to get me so worked f- up.
1: They would get. I couldn't go on my spam for a while because everyone's would just be. They'd just be like, like,
0: I'm sad about this. I'm yes. sad about that, and I was and like, I, would, I don't care. Yes.
1: <laughs> And, like, I just wouldn't read them. I would just read the beginning. I would be like, oh, this is bullshit. But then you have to realize, like, so many thi- people, literally people go through so many different things. Like, you can't even imagine
0: what people go through.
1: Like, you can try, but you you don't know unless they tell you. It's their
0: perspective. Yeah. Their feelings are credible because that's their life.
1: Yeah. It's...
0: Um, I didn't ask you this before, but do you have a song for...
1: I do. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Um, I was... I'm gonna choose "Missed Calls" by Mac Miller. Not, it's not a popular song. It's um, I I wasn't really on Mac Miller before he died. Like, I'm not gonna be like I was on him since day one. <laughs> like, I I was listen. I listened to him a couple times. Then I heard he passed away, and I was like, that's really sad. Like, I was like, this was at the point where like so many rappers were passing away, like X, and like all these and Peep and all these people and like. So I would listen to them, and I listened to him. This was junior year, so this song is just so... Something about the build-up just makes me so, like... It makes me get ready for something. <laughs> like, it's just,
0: like... It's funny.
1: It builds up a lot, but, like the, like, the music builds up, and, like, it just, like, drops, and you just, like, can, like, just go at it. Like, just dance or, So like, it's
0: not even the words that resonate with you. It's just the
1: Not the really. The it was beat. just, like it's also like about like people holding you back and like that so that's
0: probably why subconsciously so yeah. those words are getting yeah. in and they just make you feel better
1: yeah but it was just like the something about the beat of song just made me feel ready for anything that's awesome and it it helped me through junior year a lot too i would listen to it during class i'd listen to it during car rides it was crazy
0: that's dope mm-hmm. so thank you for coming on i really <laughs> appreciate it and opening up like you didn't have to do that and i really respect that you did and this was awesome it really was yeah, thanks for having me dude. Of course. so much you doing that
1: whippping people's <sighs> hearts out you you
0: for that cute for that I've been doing the same shit we run into each other and it's like we don't even speak the same language I guess people always going through changes didn't think I would lose you once I got famous. I got missed calls and emails all going into detail By how you just not happy and you think you gotta leave So go, go, I'll be fine on my own So baby, I got missed calls and emails all going into detail By how you used to love me, I keep changing like the leaves Now go, go